Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on This Is Now. We begin with some news just into our newsroom. The prosecutors announced moments ago sentencing for a man who fired at police officers in a barricade situation four years ago. Wayman Kawa will serve 20 years behind bars for an armed standoff at a residence on Waimano Home Road. It happened in September 2019. Officers responded to an hours-long barricade where Kawa fired a shotgun in the direction of police. The 54-year-old's been convicted of six felonies related to firearms and assault offenses. Now, prosecutors also said Kawa previously served another 20-year sentence stemming from an armed standoff with police at the same home on Waimano Home Road in 1998. So this, again, just into our newsroom a few moments ago, and we now have the full story posted on our website. Good afternoon, I'm Dylan Inchetta, along with Mark Carpenter. We want to turn now to our other top story. Senator Mitch McConnell is hospitalized after suffering injuries from a fall recently. The incident happened at a D.C. hotel and left him with a concussion. Nicole D'Antonio reports from Capitol Hill. Bless Senator McConnell. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is top of mind on Capitol Hill as he remains hospitalized in Washington. I called the leader this morning and spoke briefly with his staff to extend my prayers and well wishes. A spokesperson for the Kentucky Republican says he tripped at a local hotel during a private dinner. He has been admitted to the hospital where he is receiving treatment. Just this week, the 81-year-old condemned Fox News host Tucker Carlson for spinning a false narrative on his TV show of the deadly January 6th riots. I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police about what happened on January 6th. McConnell's office has yet to provide additional details on his condition or how severe his injuries might be. With Leader McConnell absent from the Senate, lawmakers here on Capitol Hill have been wishing him well. Along with our colleagues, uh, I look forward to his uh, speedy return to the United States Senate. Back in 2019, McConnell took a spill at his Louisville home, fracturing his shoulder. The accident required weeks of recovery and physical therapy. The 81-year-old also had triple heart bypass surgery back in 2003 and is a survivor of childhood polio. This year, he became the longest-serving party leader in U.S. Senate history. Nicole D'Antonio, CBS News, Washington. Back here at home, tense moments at Hanauma Bay this morning when Ocean Safety resuscitated a 76-year-old woman pulled from the water. This was around 8 a.m. Lifeguards spotted the snorkeler in trouble about 10 feet offshore. She was brought back to the beach unresponsive but started breathing on her own again after lifeguards used CPR and a defibrillator. City officials tell us she's a visitor from Arkansas and is now recovering at a hospital. Police have made an arrest in an attempted murder case from last week. 
45-year-old Spider Robert was taken into custody last night in Kalihi. On February 28th, a man believed to be in his 20s suffered critical injuries when he was apparently stabbed. Officers arrested Robert after he was positively identified as a suspect. The Department of Health has reported a breach of an online system connected to death records. Officials say in late January, state and federal officials were notified of unauthorized activity in the electronic death registry system. An investigation found an account was compromised and about 3,400 death records may have been viewed. Records that contain sensitive information such as social security numbers. DOH says the records could not be altered and no death certificates were accessed. The state is in the process of notifying surviving family members if any information was accessed. We're hearing from a man who was shot in the face by his neighbor during a party in Eva Beach earlier this week. Miraculously, he only required stitches under his eye. Arlen Kawano reports. He got me right here. The, the bullet traveled all the way up here. That's why um, they, that's where they took out the bullet. Nazar Pitpit was hosting a party to celebrate his baby Tuesday night. Friends and family were mostly on the lanai of their unit in Eva Beach when Pitpit says his neighbor started setting off fireworks. I yelled out, hey, you cannot be popping fireworks here. And five seconds later, he opened the door. He, he pointed the gun at me. I seen the barrel of the gun. Pit Pit took cover behind furniture, but one bullet, he says a 22 caliber, hit him just under the left eye. His father-in-law was shot in the neck and remains in the intensive care unit. A friend was treated and released after being shot in the ribs. 38-year-old Maynard Milan was arrested at the scene. Honolulu police were still guarding Milan's unit Wednesday as detectives worked to get a warrant. Pit Pit says he has exchanged words with Milan in previous months, but it never got violent. No warnings at all. That's why everybody was shocked. He went like this. He had he had a he he had an automatic rifle, but he had his his um, revolver on his right hand. So he had two guns. Yes, two guns. The baby was not hurt. He was in the arms of his mother, who ran for cover when the gunfire started. Milan was arrested for three counts of attempted murder. He has not yet been charged. Reporting in Eva Beach, I'm Lynn Kawano, Hawaii News Now. Honolulu police are searching for two suspects caught on camera burglarizing a business in Red Hill. It happened around 3 a.m. on Valentine's Day. HPD released a video of the thieves taking merchandise from an unnamed business on YL Place. Both men got away in a silver Nissan Altima with a license plate PPS618. Anyone with tips is asked to call Crime Stoppers. President Biden revealed his annual budget plan today and he wants to cut deficits by $2.9 trillion over the next decade. Along with a deficit reduction, Biden's 10-year budget is focused on taxing the wealthy to help fund programs for the middle class, older adults and families. It would raise $4.7 trillion from higher taxes with an additional $800 billion in savings from changes to programs. You guys keep saying, how are you going to cut the deficit? Well, guess what? If your tax dollars don't have to go up paying all that exorbitant price for Medicare to drug companies, and it's rational, it's going to save $160 billion in tax dollars. My budget expands access to affordable childcare for millions of families. And it's going to invest in paid family and medical leave, which all of you fought like hell for. 
so that the U.S. is no longer the only major economy in, a, in the world that doesn't have paid leave. I want to see a budget uh, and recommendations that are going to support our working men and women, our families, our people. Um, you know, I balanced the state budget for a number of years as a Ways and Means Chair, and I, uh, I know better than anyone that what we put into our budget, where we put our money, it's a reflection of our priorities. And our priorities have to be our family, it has to be our people right now that are struggling under the weight of so much, whether it's the cost of living, the cost of housing, just getting basic care, health care and mental health services for their families, feeling like their kid's going to be able to get a job and stay right there in their communities where they grew up in. You know, this is a daily issue. Uh, and so for me, it is a budget that reflects people. Under the current proposal, Biden's package of tax and spending priorities is unlikely to pass the House or Senate, and Republicans have signaled they plan to reject the plan. The fallout continues after that train derailment in Ohio that led to the release of highly toxic chemicals and a subsequent environmental disaster. Railroad rules are now facing growing scrutiny. Roxana Saberi has more. Norfolk Southern CEO told senators his company is sorry for last month's toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, and pledged $20 million to the region and residents. That we're going to be there for as long as it takes to help East Palestine thrive and recover. Norfolk Southern has announced several voluntary safety upgrades, but earlier this month, a bipartisan group of senators unveiled a new rail safety bill. Will you commit to supporting the Bipartisan Railway Safety Act and help restore the public's trust in your company? Yes, Senator, there are a number of provisions that we would absolutely support. Those include tighter standards for tank cars the railroads don't own, expanded hazardous materials training for first responders, and standards for detectors used to spot problems along the track. Republican senators also criticized the responsiveness of the EPA. The agency recently paused the removal of toxic soil to confirm facilities that process the soil are federally compliant. We expect waste to be moving, perhaps as soon as today, to other facilities. Several East Palestine residents attended the hearing, including homeowner Aaron Stauffer. Our, our property values are nothing right now. You know, even if we didn't feel safe and wanted to leave the area, I don't even know how we would do it. Back in East Palestine, Eric Whiting says he doesn't trust testing that shows no harmful levels of toxins. He still drinks only bottled water. So in the ideal world, you'd want Norfolk Southern to buy you out. I would love to be bought out and I would love to walk away. So far, he has not received an offer. Roxana Saberi, CBS News, East Palestine, Ohio. Now to a consumer alert. Nearly 2 million popular Yeti coolers and gear cases are being recalled. It's due to the risk of the magnets in the product detaching and the fear of them being swallowed. The specific products are the Yeti Hopper M30 Soft Cooler 1.0 and 2.0, the Hopper M20 Soft Backpack Cooler, and the Sidekick Dry Gear Case. The cases and coolers have magnet line closures which can break off. If two or more high-powered magnets are swallowed, they can attract to each other or attach to metal objects and get stuck inside the body. This can cause serious injury or death. There have been about 1,400 reports of the magnet line closures degrading or falling, but the good news is there haven't been any reports of injuries or the magnets being swallowed. The 94-foot yacht that sank off of West Maui will remain on the seafloor for now. The DLNR told Maui News that pulling the 120-ton yacht named Nakoa will be extremely expensive and complicated. Officials also believe that since the yacht is drained of fuel, 
The environmental impact should be minimal. The state has already spent at least $460,000 to pull Nakoa off the reef at Honolulu Bay. And the state is now trying to recoup that money from the owner. And new images are showing the start of the coral restoration efforts at the bay after the Nakoa grounded parts of the reef to bits. A team from the Maui Ocean Center has already collected more than 100 broken coral fragments. They say the wind and a rising swell made reattaching the corals difficult, so they took the fragments back to their lab. They'll reattach them once the swell passes. While severe weather conditions atop Mauna Kea have put astronomy research on pause for now. Snow has blanketed the summit for several weeks now. The latest cold front brought forth temperatures in the 20s and winds up to 100 miles per hour. Because of this, the WM Keck telescope has been shut down for the past 21 days. That's the longest it's ever been out of use. That's because ice has formed on the observatory's dome. We can't operate the dome because the, the ice and snow can fall in and damage things and poses a risk. Unfortunately, on Mauna Kea, because of the wind and then the sun, um, the snow melts and then it gets cold again. And so everything turns to this really hard block of ice. The icy conditions have also made it extremely dangerous on the road to the summit. There's no timeline right now on when it could reopen. Well, we are just a day away from the 103rd annual Kamehameha School Song Contest. And today, our Mahalani Richardson previews the newcomers to the competition, the freshman class. This year, Kamehameha freshmen will be singing a fun song about Kupa Landing in Ho'okena on Hawaii Island's west side. It's mainly about how the Paniolo would take the cattle to the, um, the Koopa Landing and they would put on internship on the steamships and they would take the cattle into island to different harbors. There's also a deeper meaning. It's really a song about how you love your home, that one place that you long to be. Hawaiian yodeling with its quick high and low notes. Can you give us a sample of the yodeling? It'd be like Brendan Akawili said he wanted to be a freshman song director to show leadership and make a positive impact. You see your whole class looking at you, paying attention and really trusting you to bring them in. Besides being a song director, he's an athlete and in the band. Akawili says he's grateful for his kumu or teachers and coaches during this busy song contest season. They're so understanding and they really give me the chance to be the best director as I can. Well, And as a matter of fact, today the students are at the Blaisdell setting up, going through rehearsals for the big night. And for more on this, we're joined now by our Mahalani Richardson. Aloha, Mahal. Aloha. So you just came back from the Blaisdell not too long ago. Tell us, what was the atmosphere like over there? Oh, it was so exciting. <laughs> so I got to see the junior class. Their color is green, and they look so good <laughs> in their green palaka. It's all for the Paniolo theme this year. And uh, the interesting thing is, so each uh, section gets to go the women, the men, and then the co-ed. And then they actually tape record their performances so they can listen to each other. And then they get critiques. In fact, one of the critiques was, 
Okay, ladies, just imagine you're in the middle of Waimea riding your horse. You got your titaban and you're wild and free. And so that really helps with the music and the storytelling. Yeah, that's such a fun time, too. And I always say that rehearsal day before song contest is one of the best days on the Kamehameha School's calendar because your entire day is with rehearsals at the Blaisdell. How would you describe the energy of the students? You know, because that really is kind of that first taste of after all the rehearsals on campus, that's your first time with the lights at the arena. Absolutely. And Mark, you know, I mean, these rehearsals last for months. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, sometimes people take it seriously and others don't. You know, it's there's a lot going on as a high schooler, right? Yeah. But by the time you get to the Blaisdell, it's serious. Yes. You know, this is a competition and you've got to control all of your nerves and make sure you're focused on your song because you got to bring it on Friday night. Mm -hmm. And I got to ask, both of you guys are Kamehameha <laughs> School's alum here. So um, take us back to your years. I mean, the school rivalry, some people, they brush off the, the record of winning or losing and others take it real <laughs> seriously. So as alum, what's it like to go back and watch Maybe this Maybe start with Maheo because I think your <laughs> class was more successful. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I will publicly say 1991, we were pink. <laughs> and our women and co-ed won. The, the men, unfortunately, didn't win. We were kind of salty <laughs> at the boys. We're like, see, they didn't pay attention during rehearsals. But it really was a fun experience. And, and I can say, Mark, you know, the, it really shapes you for the rest of your life. Yeah, uh, class of 2008. I mean, you could talk about the men not winning, okay? But... Um, we have the proud distinction of not winning at all during our time. Okay, I mean, yeah, we were that class. Uh, we won a director award and we won a Alelo Hawaii award early on in our oh. careers. But um, yeah, I mean, gosh, that was a fun time. I mean, so proud to be a part of song contest and so many great memories. But I will say this will always stand out and this will always be something that we'll talk about at reunions. When we were seniors, we're thinking, okay, this is our year, all right? This is the year that we're finally going to take it home. All right, we're going to go out. We're going to make up for all the, the lost years. We were seniors, all right? We got swept by Zach Lum's sophomore class. Oh! So, as we all know, Zachary Lum. You're, your class was famous. I guess so, right? We're the uh, uh, opponent in that conversation. But, yeah, so uh, proud distinction out, there. Shout out to Zach Lum, who is a very active member of the uh, Hawaiian music community today, but it's so always, it makes sense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but thank you guys so much for sharing your insight on this. We are yeah. definitely looking forward to this again. The Kamehameha School Song Contest happening this Friday. We're going to be airing it on air and online. Keep an eye out for social media for all the web extras that we'll be putting together. And Mahea is going to be hosting. It's going to be such a magical night out there. Always right. a fun time. Yeah. Shall we sing Imua? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the web extra, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so much good times, especially all about song contests. I was hoping you guys were going to sing for us, Mark. Well, we could sing it in parts, too. Okay, We just need to rehearse. Uh, um, and, and, you know, let me just go back to what I was saying about uh, Zach Lum's performance. All right, So they sang uh, Kelly E. Reichel's Kanohona Pilikai. Yes. And as soon as they started singing it, we're like, okay. Guys, he's not cooked. bitter at all. Yeah. <laughs> not bitter at all, all these years later. Uh, but no, again, Kamehameha School Song Contest happening tomorrow. We are all so excited yeah. about it. Uh, but for now, we're going to shift gears and take a look at your island weather. Here you go.
We've got dry and cool conditions that are improving. The conditions are improving and those winds are coming down. There are moderate speeds today and a lot of sunshine. But once we get to tomorrow, those winds go variable 5 to 15 miles per hour. So they go light and so it's still cool start and still drier conditions Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So your weekend is pretty much set with nice weather. Uh, Monday, we're going to have a little bit of moisture, 5 to 15 mile per hour winds. And then as we get into Tuesday, Wednesday, we have another cold front that's set to come through the islands that's going to bring some rain. So uh, if you're looking for the weekend, Thursday, today through Sunday, going to be nice weather for you. Hawaii Island, just today, you're going to have to hang on because you've still got the wind and the rain uh, from that cold front moving through. Tsunami experts are keeping an eye on what's happening in the North Pacific after a swarm of earthquakes were detected below an Alaskan volcano. The Tanaga volcano is located in the remote Aleutian Islands and hasn't erupted in over a century, but quakes hint at some reawakening. As of now, there is no tsunami threat to Hawaii, and the Pacific Tsunami Warning Center says there is no heightened alert, but they are monitoring the mountain. Some unexpected guests have been popping up in the Alawai, and it may be a good sign for the canal. A monk seal has recently been seen making itself at home in the notoriously dirty water. A Waikiki couple tells us they've seen the playful animal twice in the past few weeks, recognizing it by an orange tag on its flipper. Most recently, it was spotted swimming Monday near the McCulley Bridge. More animals are finding a home in the Alawai, according to the Genki Alawai Project. The nonprofit says their Genki balls, made of microorganisms, molasses, soil, and rice bran, are cleaning up the sludge in the water. <laughs> Well, this Sunday, all the stars will be out for the 95th edition of the Academy Awards. Nichelle Turner has a look at the biggest night in Hollywood. Aloha, Mark. I want to focus on two of the night's top prizes, Best Actor and Actress in a Leading Role. And based on this award season's track record, we already have an idea who could walk away with gold. And the actor goes to Michelle Michelle's already won a SAG Award and a Golden Globe for everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't think it's, it's hitting me yet. Will her first Oscar be next? Not if two-time Academy Award winner Kate Blanchett has a say. Her role in Tar also won her a Globe and a BAFTA, but she won't take credit for the win. In the end, no matter if you had the most lines, it's always an ensemble. Kate and Michelle are the front runners. just don't count out a surprise upset for Michelle Williams in The Fablements, Andrea Riseborough in Two Leslie, or Ana de Armas in Blonde. Now, moving on to the men. And the actor goes to... Brendan Fraser. Brendan's Hollywood comeback in The Whale already won him the SAG and Critics' Choice Awards. You know, we jokingly say it's this renaissance. Can you wrap your head around this, or, or are you just saying, I'm going to float through it? I still feel like I'm just getting started, to tell you the truth. I'm not done yet. But he'll have to beat Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inishirin, Paul Meskel in After Sun, Bill Nye in Living, and Austin Butler in Elvis, a role that also won him a Globe and a BAFTA. I think back to that, that little kid that was you know, walking around as an extra in TV shows as a kid, and uh, I just think, what would he make of all this? So, special. And, of course, we'll have so much more on the next Entertainment Tonight. I'm Nichelle Turner. Thank you so much, Nichelle, for that report. A fun night in Hollywood over there.
Uh, I always enjoy the Oscars. I always, I always tell myself every year, you know, as, as the Academy Award nominees start coming up, you got to make it a point to see some of them. So, you know, yeah. you're just engaged in what's being honored. So, you know, a little it. bit about the movies mm-hmm. and the films. Yeah, always a fun time. It's been a long time since I've watched a movie. you got to get out there. <laughs> hey, we want to end on some good news today. Take a look at this beautiful, beautiful sight. This is the Aurora Borealis. It lit up the night skies of northern Finland. And a lot of people are actually flocking to go and see this. Yeah, no, this is in the Lapland region which is about 200 kilometers north of the Arctic Circle. The show lasted a full 30 minutes. Photographers say early spring has just been remarkable for people wanting to go out to see the lights. Uh, My wife, uh, there was one year where she took a trip around the world seeing all these different sites. She wanted to see all these different natural wonders. Aurora Borealis, she saw it in Iceland. Wow. And just the way she describes it, uh, I wasn't on the trip. I she was went solo. Say, you didn't go, Mark? So I got to make it a point to go out and see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like a great trip one more time. I mean, just take a look at this one more time. It's so beautiful. That's a how you natural, can end the show right there. A natural phenomenon. We are just going to leave this up for you folks all the way until the end of show. But thank you guys so much for watching. Mark is back first at four on KHNL. And again, Kamehameha School Song Contest happening tomorrow. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Have a great day. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.